Bye to the haters, they all wanna stay basic You winning everything you do, that's why they hate it They know that you the queen beat and a boss bitch If you on the losing team, go ahead, make the switch Don't act broke, I'll be a floozy, stay tight And make sure you get what you want out of life Girl speaks truth with Jimma Stone In today's episode of Girl Speaks Truth, I'm your host, Gemma Stone, and we are going to be talking about relationships and Girl Speaks Truth's guide to them, guide to relationships. So let's discuss the rules and guidelines to what exactly makes up a long-lasting, if there is such a thing, relationship, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, there's stuff like trust and honesty, respect, and all that jazz, other obvious bullshit that I just assume skip over and not talk about. Why, you might ask? Because if you don't have those things down from the start and you don't already know that, then you are just a fucking moron and you aren't going to have a foundation for any kind of a strong relationship in your future. Sorry. Okay, so my first point when it comes to setting the foundation for a potentially strong relationship, if there is such a thing, is to have lots and lots of sex. Sounds easy, right? Eh, wrong. Everyone knows that when you first start to date someone, it's called the newlywed stage or the honeymoon phase or whatever from like the first date until I'd say six to eight to 12 month pushing it period. You're going to find yourself saying things like everything is so fucking amazing and things can never get better for us. And oh no, we never argue. You know why jackasses? Because you guys are fucking a lot. Like seven days a week, three times a day, if not more. You guys are banging each other so much, it's kind of like a second job for you. Getting that D is what's making the relationship so fucking amazing, you ass chunk. Fast forward a year into the relationship, all that banging like people on ecstasy just went down the freaking toilet. Why? Because you're getting comfortable. Maybe you're gaining a little bit of weight. Maybe what turned you on before kind of is boring now and just doesn't really do much for you anymore. Plus, you're like really tired. The list goes on forever, blah, 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 forever and ever. The list goes on of excuses. Look, you don't have to tell me or remind me that things change. I get it. But the fucking part shouldn't. You know why you're gaining weight? It's not because you're eating worse than you did before. It's because you stopped burning calories by having sex every day, dude. Got it? You're not turned on anymore? That's going to be your excuse? Uh, Maybe try to jazz it up a little. Put a little effort into it. Next time when you lay down next to your man, let him do something different with his fingers. Suggest it if he doesn't seem all that eager. Who knows what that could lead to? Anal? All guys fantasize about anal. Newsflash, true story. You're not into anal? Throw a strap on on then and bang him with it for him, bang him once from behind. Change it up a little or let him get all motorboating up in your big ass titties 
huda hudas for a change. Hell, I don't know, guys. I'm not saying that that's what I'm into or that's what you should be into or that's the kind of sex, sexual things that keep a relationship going. I'm just throwing out some ideas, folks. Getting creative. Nothing's written in stone. Relax. You don't have to do any of that. Bottom line here is to go back to what made you fucking feel alive in the first place in the relationship. Banging each other can do that. That shit, that sex is magic. Trust me. People love to have sex all the time. No holds barred. My number two point when it comes to setting yourself up for success when it comes to relationships is to give each other some damn space every now and again. And by space, I mean freedom. And by freedom, I don't mean let each other do whatever the fuck you want to do whenever you want to do it. Why be in a relationship if that's the case? Just be single. You need to draw some lines in the sand some places, okay? For example, it's okay and acceptable, I guess, if you decide to let your man go to the strip club with his buddies to see some titty action, but don't let him take it over the top and go bang one of the strippers back at Motel 6 afterwards. I mean, come on. Is that really necessary, man? Titties in the face? Okay, fine. Coming home smelling like strippers and coconut oil? Okay, I guess. Coming home with herpes and fathering a child from a stripper named Fluffy Maxipus? Not cool. Same goes for you too, though, sister. Biatch, sister biatch, go out and have a fun girls' night out at the bar. By all means, have a fucking blast. Act stupid, get wasted, and dance the damn night away with your besties that miss a single you. Maybe they're all single. Maybe you have a single girls' night out. You flirt a little bit, but you don't do anything stupid, okay? You don't cross the line by getting so drunk that you pull up your mini skirt and climb up on the bar where every Tom, Dick, and Harry from the local bar scene can see the social security number written inside of your bald as a baby waxed the JJ. Not okay. Next on my guide to relationships is the point of don't act like a psychopath. Everyone wants to have a normal partner, not someone who watches their every move, whether they're awake or in REM cycle, REM cycle, whatever. No one wants someone who sneaks into their iPhone text message messages or hacks into their Facebook because they think that they're you're a cheating ass liar who's sleeping with every new girl friend on your social media platform. Shit like that ain't normal and it's bad for your health. You're already aging, bitch. Don't make it worse on yourself, okay? Stress causes wrinkles. Wrinkles are bad. Wrinkle equals old. Don't do it. Capiche? Okay? Nobody wants a bitch who causes a scene every time they get drunk or every time the two of you go out drinking at a bar either. Also, don't say I love you after a week of fucking knowing each other. The whole love at first sight thing is a load of crap. Bullshit. Anyone that says I love you after recently meeting you, I'm talking like within a couple weeks, months, I don't even, I don't know what the exact date is. I'm just saying you'll know that it's too soon. We'll just put it that way. But anyone that says I love you that soon, you need to fucking run, girl or guy, okay? Fast. Run fast and far, far, far away. 
doing shit like that means one thing and one thing only. Stalker, hello. Last time I checked, stalkers either murder the person they're in love with, the person that they think the one that they're in love with is cheating on them with, or they start murdering small animals. None of those sounds like a sexy option to me or an okay one at the very least. Just keep your eyes peeled, is all I'm saying, in the beginning of the relationship for the other person's true colors and make sure that crazy doesn't start shining through bright like a diamond, okay? My next point on my guide to successful relationships is one that I albitedly have failed at a lot of the time. I get too wrapped up in the other person's friend group and alienate my own in the process. Have your own friends is my point here. You had friends when you were single, right? You probably even had a handful of fuck buddies. Having friends that you have picked and that you enjoy being around is one of the things that makes life so grand. Now that you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you like that you don't just let all that go by the wayside, okay? You don't change everything about your friend situation. Don't let yourself start sliding down the slippery slope of not seeing your friends as much as you used to, or maybe when you do, you're like acting different around them because you don't want them to think that you've changed because you're in a relationship, yada, yada, yada. You're just overthinking shit with them and shit gets weird, okay? Also, a lot of the times people in relationships get stuck hanging out with their partner's friends way more often than they would care to personally. You can't, you can't, when you're around your partner's friends, you can't say the things that you typically would say around your girlfriends like, bitches, look at my new outfit, because your man's friends don't give a fuck about your outfit. Let me just tell you right now, unless it's nothing and you're naked and they want to see your tits. You have to also trade in your bougie $20 cocktail that you would typically order for bottled beer or like more reasonable so they don't think that you're a bitch. You can't talk shit openly anymore because you're always afraid that whatever comes out of your mouth might offend those friends. You got to stop. You need to keep and have get your own friends because it gives you the freedom to do you boo and not act like someone you're not which is basically you act like a fucking douche lord. Let's be honest too. Do you really want to hang out with a bunch of people that act exactly like the person that you're dating? Fuck that. You might as well stab yourself in the vagina and ram your head through a concrete barrier going 80 miles an hour. One of him is enough. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much being emotional okay last on my soapbox about successful relationships my last point is shut the fuck up once in a while for the love of god just because you two are together doesn't mean you have to hear each other talk 24 7 all fucking day every day It's okay that if you've had a long day at work, when you get home, you don't want to talk to anyone. Say, don't talk to me. Leave me the fuck alone because if I have to hear another fucking story about some bullshit you had to deal with at the gym with your buddies, I'm going to kill myself. 
No one understands and appreciates the fact that sometimes silence is golden and very, very much needed in relationships. Instead of talking, I don't know, how about just titty fuck me or fuck it, stick your dick in my mouth. Honestly, I'd rather physically do that kind of sexual activity after work than talk about my day. Sometimes, most of the time, nothing is carte blanche in life, you guys. Everything, there's shades of gray shades a motherfucking gray. Sometimes physical acts are much better than spoken ones. You you two can act like your mimes, okay? Pretend like your mimes putting on a show for a bunch of deaf people, bob and weave and suck and keep your mouth shut. Communication is key in all relationships in life, not just romantic. Duh. It doesn't mean that you just get to let a bunch of stupid shit come out of your mouth in a long tirade all day every day when you're in a relationship. Come in your mouth, maybe if he's lucky. Come out of your mouth, words come out of your mouth 24-7, not so much. Okay? Not so motherfucking much. Whippy dick, the new fun candy for your tongue. Which brings me to one of my least favorite phrases in the world. Together forever? Together for fucking ever? What exactly is it that makes relationships work out, you're asking, maybe at this point? First of all, address the fact I have to address the fact that you have to lose the stupid together forever cliche bullshittery. Y'all, stop using this phrase and any or all the other fairy tale bullshit Disney movies forced down your throat. Don't make me come out of your headphones and slap you fucking comatose because if I hear those words together forever come out of one more person's mouth, especially yours, my listeners, you bet your ass I will try my best to do that. What kind of foo foo foolery is that? Together forever? Wow. Come on, you guys. Cut that shit out. It's like 2019. In a relationship, people need to realize that it is a two-way street. It should never be the attitude, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do, and you're going to be fine with it and keep your mouth shut if you aren't. Both that goes for you and for him. That shit doesn't fly. It shouldn't fly. You'd be surprised, though, how many relationships are fucked up because of this very issue. Bringing me to my next point, any of you guys out there that want to play the victim role in this quote-unquote shitty relationship, save it, bitches. No one has a gun to your head forcing you to stay with that person. And if they do have a gun to your head, use the iPhone in your hand and call the fucking police. It's not that hard to figure out. Stop feeling sorry for yourself all the victims out there, and don't expect other people to feel sorry for you either. You've chosen to be in a relationship, you're a grown-ass adult, and by playing the victim in, in any relationship, you actually just make people hate you and secretly wish that you would get run over by a bus, because all you do is whine and complain about it, but you never actually do anything to change anything. Leave the relationship if you ain't happy. The end, that's all. And follow the rest of these guidelines, and you'll be golden. You're welcome. Hope you enjoyed this episode. As usual, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at girlspeakstruth. Send me an email, Gemma at girlspeakstruth.com. And just any questions, concerns, feedback, I'll take it all, any of it. Um, And I love talking to you guys, and hope you enjoy this. Doodles.
Goodbye to the haters. I ain't got time to save you while you're running your mouth. She getting paper. Till next time, we gon' see you later. Three rules: don't be a floozy, don't act broke, don't look busted. Now you getting what you want. You the cool girl, and they all disgusted. Girl speaks truth with Jim Stone.